0: Oh oh, oh 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 take knee off, uh, take thing off, uh, take cheek off, uh, take ring off. Placeless is yapped, fade came off. nigga hold up, nigga hold up, nigga hold up. Hand up, yeah, yeah, boom. kidnap that fool. It's the perfect timing. You see the man shining. Get it for. From- You know, I, I just want to say, uh, especially after that documentary and the great commentary by Andy and Aries, that I, I have to thank them for for presenting this. But I have to also thank some of my past staff members. I want to thank David Axelrod, uh, my media strategist. I want to thank David Palouf, my campaign manager. Robert Gibbs, communications chief. And Anita Dunn who handled communications, research, and policy. And I'd also like to give a special thanks uh, to my editor, uh, Old Steve. Um, I like that one. You like that one? Yeah, that's right. First up, this is... Gabatron 88. Gabatron. Yeah, yeah, fucking look at that. Oh, uh, uh, Autobot. Gabatron 88. Autobot. I think we got another Transformer here. Uh, third email. Aries doesn't care about bronze people. Joking, homie. How's it going, ANA? It's Jesse from the 9... Aries, I noticed your list mainly covers black comedians and Burr wanted to give you a list to go through that is a bit more diverse. It is comedians that I grew up on, not disrespecting others, but I'm only a 33-year-old Mexican, so my list doesn't extend as much as yours. Uh, It's subjective, homie, and I could add more people to this, but they're 100% Mexican comedians and I'm not sure you would be familiar with them, anyways. Um, he names e- Eugenio De- Derbez. Here, people only know him as that one Mexican actor from "Instructions Not Included," where in fact the man is considered com- comedy royalty back home. And then his list is Prior slash Carlin. Can't compare the two prior for obvious reasons, and we couldn't be as open about our atheist views if Carlin hadn't been so outspoken about it back then. Gotta give the white man credit where credit is due. Two Eddie Murphy and his brother Charlie. Can't sleep on him either. By the way, check out DJ Vlad's interview with Mickey Free on YouTube, where he tells his side of the basketball story. Then his list uh pans out with finishes out with Jim Carrey at number three, Dave Chappelle at four, Bill Burr at five, Gabriel Iglesias at six, George Lopez at seven, mostly because some of his jokes are a bit outdated, even by Mexican standards. He's still the man, though. Eight, Kevin Hart. I admire that he refuses to apologize for shit he said 20 years ago, over and over, just because people want to hear him say it and at the snap of their fingers. Fuck that. He's grown out of it and become a better man. He has me at nine. Aries grew up on Mad TV. The reality check sketches with Deborah Wilson were always hilarious. Ironically, as I'm listening to episode 281, you mentioned the exact thing as I wrote it. Was hoping you'd do a cameo with her on the Star Wars game. You do a cameo with her on the Star Wars game she's in recently. By the way, ignoring my email, emails in no way will affect your position on this list. Uh, he puts in parentheses, I got you, Andy. And starts laughing. Um, Eddie Griffin and Cat Williams; these last two are honorable mentions, not really in any particular order, but I put them together because they both bring that James Brown energy into their comedy. Them sweaty ass mofos. By the way, it sounds. By the way, it sounds like too much shit talking from a grown ass man who calls himself the baby. With a name like that, you would think his first option would have been the bitch. <laughs> Motherfuckers like that just like priests and like that just like priests and anti-gay politicians tend to be closeted themselves anyway. Walk around all day surrounded by women to finish the night like ja with a home colonoscopy and a pair of nuts on their chin before bed. Come to think of it, they might be the ones that ordered the transgender stripper in the first place. Anywho, hopefully my email makes it this time. Heard somewhere Tom Segura had an eye for that nine spot. Uh, yeah, brother, you, you know, your list is your list is subjective. I ain't mad at it. Uh, I think it's crazy. You got, I don't know if this is, in, it, I guess I assume it's in that particular order. Um, okay, cool. You did. I thought you put Gabriel and Glaces ahead of Dave Chappelle, but again, that would be your prerogative. It's all subjective. Uh, but, yeah, there it is. That's his list. I, I don't think we sleep on white comics, though. No, not at all. I, I, just, I think we give everybody their just two.
1: Yeah. The only one that's missing that I personally stick in mind that you will will always look at me like I'm halfway crazy is, is, is Attell, man. Attell is still... <laughs> uh, he has defined what New York comedy was for about 10 years. So I give him a lot of credit, man. So... uh that's the one that misses, that misses from my left. But there's a lot of people we don't talk about uh, older comics that I think are really important because uh, you wouldn't have these other comics without them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, but they don't, it doesn't, it, they're not as relevant anymore. So that's, you know, like a Don Rickles it, it, as an insult comic was an amazing uh, comic at his time. I, but I don't think you could put them on that list. You would put them on your top 10.
0: Right. Uh, you know, I, I, do you know who Tom Dreesen is? Yeah. Yeah. When I did the laugh factory this past weekend, Tom, uh, went up after me and I like Tom. He's a very nice guy. Um, very funny guy, but you could feel, and I hate using the, the, the word outdated because it seems like a slight, but he's definitely a generational comedian because his jokes feel like jokes. He had this one joke. He ended with this, which was funny to me. He said uh, he got on an elevator and um, the lady asked him to push the button for her. So he pushes the button. But as he moves his arm back, his elbow hits her in the breast. And he says, ma'am, I'm so, so sorry for that. I'm so, so sorry. Please forgive me. He goes, "If if your heart is as soft as your breast, you'll forgive me. She said, oh, that's okay if your dick is as hard as your elbow, I'm in room 218. <laughs> so. It's a joke. It's a, joke-y it's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. It felt like a joke, but it felt like that was the Red Fox era where they told jokes. You know, he's actually from that
1: Letterman era. That's, that's where he's from. And, uh, right. you know, he, he's, he had an interesting, uh, come up in comedy and, uh, definitely a a, a staple, uh, in in that California comedy scene. So, um, yeah, man, you know, there's just great stories and great comics. And I know we, we differ on our our comedic taste, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get that far into it. I, Jim Carrey, I think, you know, you want to put him in there, but he kind of just left to become an, you know, a movie star yeah yeah because he was funny dude he was really funny when he uh when he was on in, Li- in 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 living color and uh he was he was touring
0: just doing comedy dude was funny was really funny yeah he's a powerhouse of a talent we've said that but, uh you know it's, but be- i just i just I, the question becomes with a with with a short body of work like that does he register
1: but you keep eddie murphy on the top of your list and Eddie Murphy yeah. peaced out after two albums.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's all fair. Yeah. So
1: I I, I get why. Uh, I George Lopez. I I'm older. You know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to be 56. Um, and a lot of the his older stuff, when I first heard it, you know, like it, it reminded me of my old home, my home growing up. So it was very funny to me. Uh, you know, and I understand where he comes from with that. Uh, you know, there are a lot of uh, comics that we don't know of that are all over the world, but yeah. So, yeah, and his list wasn't bad. I didn't, I wasn't mad at him.
0: Yeah. Um, Terrell Pascal, Billions. Hey, Aries and Andy, I'm a new listener, and it's my first time emailing you guys. I, ca- I catch up on all the past shows while still listening to each new one. Don't do that, Terrell.
1: It's not bad to do it that way. You stay current, but you're catching nah, up on all but the old stuff. if you hear
0: something that should get a laugh, that don't get a laugh, it ain't getting a laugh because you don't know.
1: Yeah, I want as many new listeners as possible.
0: <laughs> I do too. They're not, they're not saying they're not new listeners. Yeah. I'm just saying start from the beginning so it makes sense to you. Yeah. Listen, you can be a fan based off what you hear, and then you can really be a fan based off what you know.
1: Yeah, that's true, but they can go. I, I I, mean, if they listen to the current episode and went back and listened to a couple episodes of the old ones every week, I'm, I, I think they're going to catch up quickly.
0: Yeah, they'll go, oh, now I get it. Get, but get it's that. not yeah. the same. Yeah, I know, but they're on All board. Right. Uh just wanted to say that that show Billions is so great. It has everything you want in a show. But like Andy said, you have to watch it. Paul Giamani. Is an incredible actor and very much underrated in my opinion. It's definitely worth the watch, bro. Keep up the good work. You guys definitely are one of my favorite podcast piece. Yeah, I'm curious about it, man. Dude, and like Paul- I said, I saw the previews the yeah. other day and I was like, this shit looks right. And then again, it's like I said, certain dudes like Paul Giamatti, they come with a rep and I've never seen him in anything bad. No, Gimani's awesome. I I told you he's one of my favorite
1: actors. If he was, if he was a a a three and a half <laughs> instead of a three, looks wise, right? He'd be a lot more famous.
0: Wait, wait. When you say three and a half, you mean in terms of looks? But well, what is it? he? He? Well, you said three and a half. said <laughs> three and a half. I mean, <laughs> oh,
1: he is a three and a half. Yeah,
0: if he was, you know, oh, at least
1: a four, like higher up. Yeah. If, if seriously, if he was a better and I and I hate to, I'm not, I'm not shitting on Paul at all. I'm not. I'm not up there on that scale either. But if Paul was. Uh, his talent is so much that if he even as a character actor, he just he doesn't get his just due. Man, he really is a good actor. And I and it's Hollywood shit. It's it's like you have to be a certain look
0: to make it in, to get that recognition. Yeah, he had some funny lines in the in and and the negotiator, which is how I was first introduced to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He had some funny lines in that. And uh,
1: yeah. He always comes through no matter how small his part is. He comes through.
0: And he was really great in um, NWA as the manager. He was great. He was great. He yeah. was
1: great in Howard Stern's movie uh, where he plays. Uh, I never saw that movie. Oh, dude, that's such a good movie. Mm, okay. It's such a good movie. You got to see it. He, he's, he's, he's a brilliant actor.
0: Um, James Brown. How'd you, i be the tool Um, <laughs> hey brothers. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the podcast and of both of your comedic careers. I've been listening to the show since the beginning, but this is my first time writing in. You often talk about man food movies. Uh, wait a minute. Is this? Oh, minute. Did I read? He was the one that told us about the Kevin Bacon movie. I think I read this. I don't think. No, no. I think I read. Oh, uh, oh, shit. Can't remember. All right. Well, let me just. Because um, I know we talked about having not liked that movie. Well, not like disliking it, but we had problems with it. Um, you often talk about I have two suggestions of movies. The Expendables franchise is the embodiment of man food. It, it stars the biggest action stars of the 80s and 90s. It has it has shit blowing up for no damn reason. You haven't read this one. Okay. another movie is death sentence starring Kevin Bacon. Um, in this movie, Kevin Bacon is a mild-mannered businessman whose son is murdered by a gang while they were trying to rob a store. after he snitches on the gang leader to the cops. they try to finish the rest of his family. This movie is the first time that I've ever seen Kevin Bacon and John Goodman play a gangster role. If you get a chance, please check out these movies. Well, Jimmy, you know if you listen to this, we did, and we already discussed it. We never really talked about The Expendables, and I just remember Andy saying, I hate that fucking movie. Um, Well, yeah, we already talked about the Kevin Bacon joint. Yeah, I I hated The Expendables. You didn't like it for what it was? Just straight man shit? Yeah. You know what the
1: Expendables is? It's uh, it's the Lakers uh, basketball team this next year. The Lakers basketball team, yeah, it's all stars.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you mean like kind of when they had Peyton, Malone, Kobe, and Shaq? It's
1: just it's not a, it's it's not. They just put a bunch of people on and and just get everybody to go see the movie. I I, don't, I I didn't like, like he said, has a bunch of people, things blowing up for no reason. It's great to have things blowing up, but you have to have a reason why it blows up. I want to see a movie too. A little bit, a little a bit. bit. Listen, um, the, the kind of Keanu Reeves movies that he's been doing. Yeah. Dude, that movie has everything blowing up and getting killed and sliced up. and. De- but there's a story that's going with it that makes me want to watch it. <laughs> Just watching, I, I don't know. Dude, watching these guys that don't speak English talk to each other.
0: It's It's just can <laughs> That's
1: English, though. Claude Van Damme speaking to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then... Uh, don't you the sentence me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's not what I like. I, I, want a,
0: I want a movie. That was just too much. It was just too much butter on the popcorn. Mm, I never heard that phrase before. Too much butter on the popcorn. And I know there can be such a thing. All right. Uh, J.V. Hunt, Spearsburg pod, email number seven. Hey, Aries and Andy, I'm part of the Generation Z, but I don't care much for political correctness and cancer culture either. To respond to Ep 280 there was no laughter. I think young people who are woke and potentially and politically correct, who don't understand certain things, but are following rules, like Andy mentioned, are scared. The reason they don't flinch when Aries and the other black comedians say the N word so many times in a set is because one, you are black. Blacks have reclaimed the word from whites for so long that most white people get why they can't use it. There are a lot of great sources on linguistic reclamation, reclamation. And two, they hear the word all day in hip hop. So they're desensitized. And with this woke PC culture, You can't joke about or criticize a group of people if you aren't a part of that community. So you, including transgender, as a joke is, and she puts in quotes, wrong because you are not transgender. You don't know what it's like. Like Andy said, the word is a trigger and they immediately cringe and feel it's wrong when they hear it. Also, I get what you were saying about how great comics, how great comics educate their audience while simultaneously entertaining them. But at this point, if your audience is uneducated on social cultural matters, it seems like it shouldn't be your responsibility that they don't understand the joke. We have Google, YouTube, the library, et cetera, at our disposal so people can educate themselves if they care enough and they want to. And by the way, the audio quality when you guys aren't in the same room is superb. Josie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I still think it's the comedian's job. We're social commentary as part of our job so okay. I think I think that's part of it and I and you know I didn't say this when we were talking about this but Chappelle has this great line where um somebody called him out saying that he was normalizing um oh shit dude who's the who's the peon girls dude the singer the peon girls dude pee, peeing like pissing on girls oh R Kelly yeah he uh <laughs> uh he normalized R Kelly because of the way he talked because of talking and joking about it and Dave said it was really funny that he, he he was given credit for normalizing that. But when he talks about transgender, he doesn't get credit for normalizing that then. That's just that's just an appalling uh, joke. Uh, comedians are in a, in, a, in a place that I don't think people understand. And let me rephrase that. I don't think that the woke community understands the purpose of comedy. They understand words, linguistics, but they don't understand the purpose of comedy. And that is to challenge thought. And you can't do it by their rules. We have our rules. That's why we have a court that we play in. That's why you come to see us. We don't go to your house and just spew this stuff out. Well, mm. As a matter of fact, most of the time they won't put this shit on TV. They don't They they, they don't show up at a club. with. Uh, could you imagine if they went to a club and <laughs> um, they went to the comedy store on a regular night when it was just whatever comics were coming on, all the comics, you know, the regulars, they couldn't film that and put that on TV. This is made for a certain audience that has to understand what we're doing when we're up there. And it isn't to make you feel comfortable. It isn't uh, just to be funny. There's more to this. This is an art form. So uh, I I don't, I don't get why they want to try to control this. Now I understand that we should be held to a standard, but yeah, yeah, what is that I, 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 if I'm not punching down, I, I don't have a problem with anything that I say.
0: I would think that with all this technology and advancements we've made that there would be an option like you have options. you know the same way you've got a thousand cable channels and you've got the option to choose between one and a thousand when you say you can't put that on TV, that's almost inconceivable to me that we've made all these advancements in technology and there isn't a way to have a choice to be able to watch TV and watch comedians do what they do. And if you choose to want to hear that kind of language or those kind of subjects and whatnot, you can do that. I I I mean, I guess it's called Netflix. Yeah. You should be able to, I I don't mean like
1: TV, like a a paid channel. I'm talking about, you couldn't put that on TV on like regular TV. You could never put uh, a comedy show on regular TV. You but could, You should be able to have the choice to well, but regular TV, I mean, it gets broadcast to everybody's home. If it's paid, if it's a paid channel, anything goes. I just think people don't, I, I think the people that that want to cancel comedians for their work on stage don't understand what their work on stage is because no one's no. how many people wanted to cancel Quentin Tarantino for his movies right now probably a lot. Well, I haven't heard a big movement to get rid of Quentin Tarantino, but there's always
0: a movement to get rid of
1: somebody. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that's an art form. People respect it as the art. What we do doesn't get enough respect as as an art form. And that's why they think that we are making, uh, I don't know what they think we're doing. If we're giving speeches, we're not, it's an art form. We're actually taking thought and we're playing with thought and stretching thought and making our, making us see things in a completely different light. I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not a big Gallagher fan. (laughs) Uh, but Gallagher, you had this thing about new, new eyes. He used to do that. I remember this from the, I think it's seventies or eighties where he put on these glasses. He goes, these are my new eyes. And he would tell these jokes about seeing things with a different eye. That's what comics do. They see things with a different eye. They give you a different view. Not always are you going to agree with that view, but it's a different view. And it's a perspective that if you don't, that you have the option to look at it or not to, but you can't cancel it. You can't, Ignore it. You can't just throw it away. Uh, you could personally ignore it, but you can't leave it, let it, you can't try to remove it. That's a, that's a better way. Okay. I'm done. I'm done with my rant. I just don't understand. <laughs> you were passionate about that. I just don't understand. I don't understand the, fe- because that comes from a place of fear. You are not punishing anybody. I've done jokes in rooms with people that have, uh, are in wheelchairs about people in wheelchairs. And you know why people in wheelchairs like jokes about people in wheelchairs? And aren't offended because it normalizes them in a way that they are part of the community that can have a joke that's not punching down, but being part of the conversation and looked at. How many times to these woke people, how many times have you walked down the street and seen someone in a wheelchair and not made direct eye contact with them because you're uncomfortable and that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to make the world a comfortable place and you're trying to fix everything so no one has to ever feel uncomfortability but you didn't look that person in the eye. When a comic makes that joke, they're looking at that person in the eye. They see him as an equal. We're talking to them that way. When I talk about, when I see gay people in the audience and I make a joke that references something about gayness, that is not, that's looking them in the eye. That's an actual, it's uh, it's not to be demeaning. So I I, I am passionate about it because I'm tired of people not understanding what we're supposed to do in life and how we should treat other people. Stop looking away. There are problems. There are things that are wrong. And we
0: address those. That's our fucking job. Amen. (laughs) Uh, LeBron ship, the younger generation. Yo, what's good? LeBron ship back again. Bruh, I'm going to have to agree with you on this younger generation being soft asses. LOL. I'm 33, but I'm a I'm five out of six kids, so I have an older influence. Let me just say, when I see a gay guy or trans, I say to myself, look at this motherfucker here. But these kids today really just don't care for that kind of mentality. Funny is funny, but they are so correct that they can't see the funny in that shit. I don't know, bruh. I just thought I felt you on that sentiment. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think Andy just, again, he just hit the nail on the head. Um, I remember Louis Louis C.K. was doing a bit about gay dudes and he was talking about how, you know, the gay guy who's more conservative gay, like Anderson Cooper, like you wouldn't know it unless he told you. You know, there's nothing there. You, You don't even know unless they tell you. But the guy who's, It's a raining man, flamboyant, over the top, feather boa. He goes, How do you not laugh at that? Like that's it's it's funny, you know. Um so yeah, I you know, and again, this new bit that I'm doing, my whole premise is we all we all have moments um to somehow destroy someone's character based on a moment versus a lifestyle you know let, let's not lie to each other we all we all have moments where we look at things that we may agree or not agree with or that are over the top and laugh at it uh but if there's a lifestyle behind it where you ridicule and you demean and you're out to maliciously hurt people and take things away from people just because you your beliefs are such, that's a different thing. It's a different thing. And like Andy just said, you, you just said it. When you come to our dojo, when you come to our place of business, you know you're there for that. How the fuck you come there for that and don't be prepared for that? There's a possibility it could happen. And if it does, that's what you're there for. So one of my biggest fantasies is that I get to do a joke where I talk about retarded people. And there's a retarded person in the crowd that I can address up close and personal sitting front row, because I almost feel like if I were to say to them, Hey man, do you have a problem with me fucking with you? They will say no. And I would want the audience to hear them, hear that person say no. So it's like, loosen the fuck up. You may, you can laugh at them when they not in the room. Cause they not in the room. But if they was in the room, oh, you motherfuckers would be tight. Uh, I
1: think you might lose when you say retarded off the top, but other than that... <laughs> but that's what I say in the joke.
0: Yeah. I, you I don't know, say special needs or, or, or mentally challenged. I say retarded.
1: By definition, it is a correct word. Yeah. All right. All right. We beat up comedy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh... See, at uh, Adrian JT at freenet.de, episode 280. Hi A&A, hope all is well. Aries, I am from Germany. I'm from Germany. <laughs> I don't have a German impression. I just always maybe that's the stereotype. Every time somebody is done Germany, it's always a wine to it. <laughs> but yeah, the Avengers, Germany. I don't know, I don't know if that's even remotely accurate i'm <laughs> jamming. and I love your comedy for years. I'm listening to your podcast every night immediately when it's online. I don't want to get into any shit. I love auntie's contribution to the podcast as well it's and then he puts five oh dot dot five oh fifty fifty no he's trying to say fifty fifty um but now I want to tell you. There are a lot of funny comedians. I saw your last special on YouTube and the mashed potatoes makes me laugh, makes me still laugh. Uh, How can I how can I and we as fans help you to get another special on the provider that you want to do it yourself and publish it on your website and sell it for the amount of money You seem to be appropriate. All love, Adrian from Germany. I need all you Germans to storm the Hollywood gates and demand that you give me what I deserve. I need all the Germans. I know it wasn't funny, and I know I'm struggling with it, but fuck it, that's what I see. (laughs) (laughs) I get where you're coming from, brother. Uh, I don't know, man. Shit. Start a big
1: huge petition. Dude, um Are you gonna when you I know you're working on your another special. Do you want to release it with the with the big network? Like would you wanna release it with the big network, or would you go YouTube
0: and just charge people for it and just make your money that way? I think that way. Because I I I just I'm I'm so I've been so physically abused by the machine uh that I just wanna give me the money, man. Give me the loot, give me the loot. Give it's, the money, man. Take
1: it straight to the fans. Let the fans enjoy it. And and
0: you make the money and the middleman doesn't get their hand in there. Yeah. So, you know, stay tuned, Adrian, from Germany. I may take you up on your advice, brother, and, and figure out how to get it done. My goddamn self. Uh, and Schnitzel is amazing. Have had Schnitzel? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. That's German, isn't it? Yeah schnitzel for the Germans
1: all right I dated I I dated a German girl did you really she wasn't German she was American
0: but her family was German hmm what did here's a joke uh if there was a German version of Tracy Morgan what would he say (laughs) I don't know yeah
1: did you get it? Yeah. Can you do can you do German uh Tracy Morgan coming out of an elephant get eating elephant? And that's how
0: you eat elephant pussy. <laughs> you put your face in and you dig it into and that's how you eat the elephant pussy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> All right. Um Eric Venable. Oh, Eric Venable. I'm just saying. Hey guys, a few episodes ago, Andy was talking about the Kennedy brothers. Unfortunately, he had, he had the backwards. Look it up, money. Bobby Kennedy was not running for president when he got Dr. King out of jail for the first time. Regarding the music at the end, most not all still reminds me of sagging pants. Regarding Mississippi, don't hate. That's where rock and roll came from, as well as many of our good foods. There were, that's where Robert Johnson and Muddy Waters came from. You could possibly trace your own family back to Mississippi. Nigga, I said my mama's from Jackson, nigga. Uh, I know what you mean. I understand your issue with some of those people. I mean, people looking like they came from central casting in Hollywood. Their diction, I find to be funny as hell. Please, Aries and Andy, don't act like you have no family members in the South. You must not cancel Mississippi because they need you. I bet you they shows does. Uh, yeah, I know the whole <laughs> state sucks. <laughs> I had to go there to bury my brother uh, a few years ago, and there was nothing to do there. Nowhere to go. It plain sucks. Imagine living there. Aries, I are like you, Dennis Robin. It's coming along well. Keep working on it. Who is this nigga, B? It's like my family, nigga. Man. Yeah, I keep working on that dinner, Robin. Dude, I, I will.
1: I don't know that I. I must have misspoke because I. I know what it what it was, and it wasn't when. Well, uh, let me finish it. Go no, ahead, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead.
0: Your Indian impression is the funniest shit to me. It never gets old. An Indian man talking to a woman while the screw is still funny to me. Okay, here's an O. Oh Steve idea. When you say O. Oh Steve, place "I Wish" by Stevie Wonder. Instead of Herb Albert, what did you guys think about the Eddie Murphy Rudy Ray Moore movie? God, we talked about that way back when. Yeah, um, you never did a deep dive on that one. Yeah, we did. Like you do other movies. You probably wasn't in class that day because you was in Mississippi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, with them backwards niggas. Um, can't wait to see you guys. When you come to Schaumburg, even though it takes an hour to get there, I got my tickets. I think the transgender joke will work well in Schaumburg. Peace, E. Venable. Now you can go ahead.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize there was more. That was that was quite a that's quite an email. Uh, yeah, yeah. I must have misspoke because I know it wasn't even when uh, John Kennedy was in office; he was running uh, when Bobby Kennedy didn't want him to, uh, to assist Reverend King. So uh, I, I apologize if I misspoke. I, I, you're the only one who caught me. So uh, I would have thought someone else would have sent it in. But I, 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 I'm definitely capable of misspeaking.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um, so my boy, Ephraim Young, 730, 730, the early show and woke BS. Yo, brothers, in regards to Aries saying the late shows are for the true comedy fans. That's some BS, dog. But I get it. The majority probably is. But for some of the 40-year-old niggas, it's more about my bedtime at 10 (laughs) o'clock. And I'll be honest. I grew up with my grandparents and parents listening to Mom's Mably Records and Richard Pryor, Mudbone, plus a lot others. So I'm into this comedy shit, my nigga. I just can't stay up so late because I got to save some energy for fucking. Well, nigga, if you put all your energy into fucking is the reason why you should be going to bed. Not the other way around. Uh, my wife and I did book your show next month, September, at the Brea Improv. And that town, white as fuck. Please do all your raw <laughs> material, please. <laughs> nah, that's like Irvine. Brea is not uh Brea, Brea,
1: the, the city itself is white. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty white. Uh, but, I never but, got that. But, there, but. but you, you, you bring a nice mixed crowd out.
0: Right. I get all the niggas from up under them rocks. <laughs> we are as excited as fucked and booked the 730 show. So please don't hold on. so please don't hold back for these pussies, please. Is Andy gonna be there? This generation is horrible. I sent you another email in regards to that shit, but didn't make the cut. Hopefully this does. Another thing, I'll be honest: California is turning into a bunch of lame, superficial, woke cornball, fake titty. Fake lip, poop butt assholes. I'm ready to go back to New York. Honestly, y'all the best. I look forward to Wednesday and Thursdays. It's a fucking routine at this point. Thank you, brothers. Ephraim Young, Catskills, New York transplant stuck in Cali because I'm married. I never knew he lived out here.
1: I like that it was in the Catskills. Catskills, man, is worth a lot of money now. Catskills is Tyson. The custom model. Yeah, but everybody wants to live there now. The property, really? Yeah, the property's going way up. Um Yeah, but I'm going to be there. I'll be there. All right. As long as California doesn't shut down again.
0: Mm, Do you think it might?
1: I, I I I was told northern California was definitely going to enact some uh new ordinance, but I don't know what's going to happen. Really? Because everybody's worried about this Delta variant. The numbers are going up everywhere. So Damn. That could happen again. It could happen again.
0: Uh, Kyle Singer, sensitivity. What it does, niggas, Kyle Singer again. I'm listening to episode 280, and I even got mad about the situation on stage. I myself am 29 and don't think like all these motherfuckers at all. I even say a lot of the wild shit myself. I told my bitch the other day, <laughs> I'm going <gonna come laughs> to come try to touch the roof. Of her mouth through her pussy. Well, cut the commercial, nigga. <laughs> uh-huh. For that reason, so I, I real quick. Let me side note. I, I did earthquakes. Uh, he has a channel on Kevin Hart's Sirius XM radio called Quakes House, and I did his uh, his his radio program with a couple other comedians: Evan Lionel, Shang Forbes, Edwanda White, and Hope Flood, and Shang said a, a comment or a title I've never heard called women who suck really good dick throat goats, throat goats. Yeah. I've never heard that. She's a throat goat. I like throat hugs, but I never heard throat goats,
1: but go. Wow.
0: My, yeah. Okay. Uh, hug your, your daughter's fathers. <laughs> uh, for that reason alone is why I don't have any social media. It keeps everyone on the same frequency. No more free thinkers. Anyway, just wanted to let you know I got you back, and I'm a fan for life. Give your boys some tickets next time you come to Dallas. Peace, brothers. Kyle, I got you, baby. Matter of fact, when we announce it, uh, just hit me up. Let me know. Give me a little bit of ahead-of-time notice, and I got you, boy. Just put the back signal in the air, and I'll meet you on the on the roof like Commissioner Gordon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking if I, if I want to hit the girl's Threw her pussy to the top of her top of her roof of her mouth is what he said. I'd probably have to sew yeah, to of her mouth. I'd probably have to sew her pussy onto the bottom of her chin. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>,
0: <laughs> you said sew her pussy on the bottom of a chin.
1: <laughs> That's the only way I'm gonna hit the top of her
0: roof, the, the roof of her Atta mouth. Oh boy, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh Frank Williams. This is just a random email. What up, A Frankie G? Frankie 18 on Instagram, still blocked by the way. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Back at it again with an email. First of all, just want to give you guys your flowers and roses while you can still smell them. Thank you for the content and even reading my emails on air. OK, we, did I read this? I don't know. Keep reading. All right. Um. right. OK, we got the foreplay out the way. Let's fuck. I'm thinking I read it because he said that. And, and I know, I think I've said that before. I know I've said it on the podcast, but I don't know if I've ever said it while reading one anyway, as you would say. I had an idea. It would be great if you and Andreas would host a show like American Funniest Videos or a show like Ridiculousness. Dude, the commenting on that would be epic. Also, would you rather have Mike Tyson as your personal bodyguard or Tony Soprano as one of your best friends? I think I read this, dude. As yeah. always, I stick look. I stay looking forward to Wednesday and Thursday, so I can get educated and have some laughs at the same time. I love you guys. Hope to see you in Schaumburg Improv Sidebar. Also, I heard the Patrice O'Neill Independence Day YouTube. You oh my god, it had me in tears. Oh okay, I heard the oh my the oh, Independence Day YouTube. Um, and many blessings to you both. And as always, yay he, yay he. Peace on the next email. I will go more in depth with the current events and world views on what's happening in the world today. Peace, y'all. And when you guys read my email on the air, that's one of my ways, how I get pussy. (laughs) LMAO. All right. This is why sometimes we absolutely need a fucking producer because I don't remember. Well, we know about me in the memory, so. Right. So I'm just all alone. (laughs) I'm in the dark here. I'm in the dark. Max Castillo. Uh, Oh, shit. Look at this. Aries, your takes NBA. Aries, your takes on basketball are horrendous. Chris Middleton was a Robin, and he is no role player. I'm not a Milwaukee fan, but I watch enough basketball to know he's not a role player. He averaged 20 points a season for the past four seasons and a two-time All-Star in the past four seasons. You hate on these young players so much for not being from the 90s, basically. Where do you niggas get this bullshit assessments? That is not the case. I, I, let me finish <laughs> Um, How are you going to give a basketball opinion and you haven't seen basketball since the pandemic started or the finals? If you're going to critique players with... Oh, shit. Without watching, there's games. There's games. Without watching, if you're going to critique players, without watching, there's games. How do you know how they play and if they're good or not? Same way I do when I read your shit. I'll just figure it out as I go. (laughs) (laughs) Just threw some words in the bag, shook them up and put
1: them on the paper. Yeah.
0: Listen, dude. Who the fuck was talking about Chris Middleton, or when did Chris Middleton become a, a talking point or famous prior to this series? Nobody was talking about Chris Middleton. They,
1: they. they everybody has said that he's great. No, see, this is really hard because it's not a. I never really heard great player. Like I hear he's in. You know, he has the potential to be great. He isn't consistent. But I think he's a great player. He's definitely the two on the team. He's he's the Scott, He's Scottie Pippen.
0: Listen, you don't put Chris Middleton on the same page as you do a Devin Booker. Uh, uh, Devin Booker's the star. Okay, but that's what I'm. I'm just saying. Like anybody, anybody below Giannis is a role player. They're not stars. Well, Scotty so wasn't. Was a a, Scotty was a role player. No, Scotty Pippen was a star. Okay, so. Why you think Middleton is up there with Pippen?
1: For his team, he is, and I think he can be. I think he nah, can be. Son. one. Of the, he he has a great game, and he doesn't play just uh, this new NBA way. He nah, plays, son.
0: Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. He ain't no, nah, yo. You never heard of Middleton prior to this? Yeah, you did. No one was, to- who, I, I never heard people talk about Middleton like that. He's yeah. They have. Nah,
1: son. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't even care about this. Here's what I want to know. What's your take on the Lakers? Come on, right now? Uh, on this new team that they built. All these old players. They they going they going to win it. Book it. They winning it. Book I, it. I I bet there's an injury and then they blow
0: up the team before the uh, Listen, trade anything deadline prior to if there's no injuries, book it. Dwight Listen. Howard LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. If they do not get injured, book it. It's a wrap.
1: I I predict the team gets blown up before the trade deadline. Nah,
0: son. Yep. Look, Middleton is such a star. You went, I don't even care about this. You didn't I, even want to have the conversation. No,
1: because we're going to fight about Middleton. And I, I'm going to tell you that. Some niggas team. is
0: worth fighting over. Okay. You, you bailed. Look at his numbers. I don't want to care. I don't want to fight about it because I don't care about him. We Look both up. don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> he's he is the perfect combo. He's a perfect combination for Giannis with the play. I don't give a damn. I don't I don't care.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I want to talk about this next year coming up. I don't want to rehash last year. I want to know. You- I tell guys. When we go to the gym.
0: Just shoot the basketball. Just shoot it that way. Make it go that way. Magic with magic, it birdshot it. It had a spin. I don't want just study the ball. All right. Um. Dude, incidentally, uh, this this past weekend, Goffrey was in town, and I he was closing out the Laugh Factory. He had an eleven thirty spot. Didn't end up going up to eleven fifty. I had a seven ten spot at the Laugh Factory. I knocked that out first. Then I went to the comedy store I had a 1020 a 1010 and then like I said I closed out the Don Barris closed out the main room but he showed up late so I ended up going up in the main room too I was like yo now that I'm done I drove back to the Laugh Factory just to go chop it up with Godfrey and uh, you know we slapped hands that's all love that's my brother from another mother I love Godfrey but I know we can't we're too competitive like I, I said I got a new one Godfrey he said, knew what? I said, impression. I said, I do Dennis Rodman. He was like, Yeah, I do Dennis Rodman too. I did mine and then he did his. I got him beat just as bad on Dennis Rodman as I do Paul Mooney. But he dismissed my shit so early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're almost there. And then he did his. I love that nigga, but we too competitive, man. <laughs> we are we we if we if you put us on the same team, we fight for the ball, man. That's why again, I said this before the value of you and me is better for me than the value of, let's say me and him. Cause we both alpha dogging it and that don't win championships.
1: Dude. It's very funny when you guys are together. Cause you guys, you know, yeah.
0: This Rodman was terrible to be honest. Really? He had the cadence and the, and the little, you know, but the voice was, it was not enough spit gargle in his, in his mouth. <laughs>
1: I, I you guys you guys together are funny because you do s- similar but nothing the same so it's it's funny to watch you guys but it absolutely was, but it was fun hanging out we, when we were in New York dude that was that was dude fun it's time. a
0: great time it's a great time but it's
1: it's incremental time you, you do a little bit go your to get ways. the fuck away from each other
0: yeah yeah um Thomas Sagli- s- Savaglio oh this is an Italian nigga. I'm in the bag deal. Follow the fucking guy. He hangs down at the fucking bank. Every now and then we see him at the fucking pork store. Cocksucker. All right. Larry Rainey. Yo, what up, a a It's T-Mo again. I'm still catching up. And this, I'm still catching up. And this is in regards to episode 240. But at least I'm still going in order. boy, a boy there was a flow that i can appreciate while experiencing the evolution with you and sorry if this specific moment is played out and too far gone but and he writes dogs t a w g g g s s s s dogs when homie came for andy with that billy madison back to school note i almost <laughs> died nah literally When you got to so at let we can under what the fuck you trying to say. And Andy busted out laughing. I lost it. My legs got weak and my foot slipped off the gas pedal. My hands dropped off the steering wheel and I almost hit the barricade in the middle of the Bear Mountain exit. Dude. And the way you thoroughly roasted his email with concern and sincerity was golden. Even while I write this, I'm laughing. That was one of the funniest moments so far. Sometimes I question these emails like there is no way this was not intentional. Anyways, I got a question for you and Andy. Would you or would you not have sex with a Spalian ace chick? Just kidding. That was in reference to the pest. Yeah, did with Freddie Rodriguez. Uh, Have you ever thought of starting a YouTube series of y'all trying different foods like a triple D but the raw version? Action Bronson, Got a show similar to that idea, but y'all being actual comedians gives it a different tone. Shit, I'd even pull up with a crew for you. All you got to do is eat and talk your shit. Would be dope. Uh, Anyways, be well, fam. Oh, and P.S. I thought I was the only one who blasted a fart while peeing. It must be an Italian thing. And (laughs) Brett Butler sounds like Keith David. I remember reading this. Dude, that assessment is totally off. (laughs) <laughs> Brett Butler sounds nothing like Keith David. Keith David is a different tone, a different register, and a lot more gravel. Brett Butler, yeah. I I, I, I don't know if you really remember, but I said where I got Brett, Brett Butler from, the inspiration, John Lovitz. I told you when John Lovitz used to see me at the Laugh Factory, he would always go, Aries Bears. So <laughs> I took that voice and I went, that sounds like guys from the 40s, Brett Butler, yeah. So I I I really got that from from the the inspiration was John Lovitz. Yeah.
1: Dude, uh that email, uh,
0: what he brings up is so funny to me because
1: I didn't even comment on the guy's email. I just started laughing. That was
0: just the best. Yeah, thing. it was so atrocious, man. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was botchery and butchery at its worst. And in the and the karma behind it the fact yeah. that he's giving you shit it's like <laughs> motherfucker look in the mirror nigga um, I, th- I think the p fart might be italian you dude i'm telling you i it i don't know if the p fart is italian but i told you man when i piss i like to rub my nipples man <laughs> i don't want to know that me. i know but it just it's a quirk I just, I like, I like rubbing my nipples when I piss, nigga, just that early, only in the morning, that early morning piss, nigga, when that shit is running through your dick, it's something so, and you're stretching, and you feel your your joints crack, and your calf muscles tighten up, that, that nipple rub makes that piss flow, man. (laughs) And it's both nipples, too. Nah, man. Uh, You can keep all that. Keep all that to yourself. It's too late. You got it, baby. You received it. Nah. I'm going to forget about that quick. Rand Foots. (sighs) Uh, Aries, you tripping. What up, fellas? It's Rand Foots. I had to chime in on this one. Aries, you my nigga and all. But one-on-one, KD would destroy Giannis. Outside and in. Giannis is a good player, and I'm happy he won. But he doesn't have the skill set to challenge KD one on one. Is Giannis really banging in the paint? Don't sleep on KD's post game. Giannis wouldn't even uh, wouldn't even able to guard KD. I love you, brother Aries, but my nigga, no, you did say from the outside. From the outside, KD, I give you that. But one on one, there are so many components that come into play. It's more mental than physical. Physically, Giannis is there, but I feel he has to add some more elements to make himself more complete. The nigga with the slave name is spoken. Now, he's finished with his email there, but I'm going to add this part. The nigga with the slave name is spoken. To the woods, back, I return. Um, Dude, I think, obviously, from a, from a movement standpoint, yeah, KD can take him off the dribble and, you know... With enough space, shoot the ball. But in the post, nah, son. I Giannis is too big, too strong, too quick, too long. No way. I don't think, I, I, I still think uh,
1: KD's basketball IQ, he posts him. I think he could stick with him the He's whole gonna way. He's going to shoot over him from a post position? I think he could shoot her over him. Turn around he, and fade? I think, he, I think the way he moves, his footwork is better. Giannis is still, oh. his footwork isn't tight yet.
0: Dude, but I'm just saying in terms of his quickness and length, if KD posts him up, what are you gonna do? Fade away? That hand is gonna be in his face. I I, I don't think
1: so. I think KD has too many moves. I think he I, I think he can outplay Giannis. At this point, I still think he can outplay Giannis. Mm. Mm. So what do you think of that I I think gold medal win?
0: you know I ain't watch that shit man. oh man did you watch any of the Olympics nah, I wasn't invested in anybody and when the USA even before the real shit got real got blown out by uh, forget Nigeria it's like man fuck this man dude it's hard for me to go from lobster to fish sticks and the 92 dream team was lobster it ain't gonna happen again though you gotta eat what's available nah fuck that I'd make my own dish go elsewhere ah <sighs>
1: The Olympics were, it, 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 they didn't get the ratings, but there was some really good games. Uh, the athletes were great. It was, it was <clears throat> worth watching. It was worth giving some time to. All
0: right. Let me finish. Let me go out with our boy, uh, the tub master. Kosha uh, <laughs> uh, Karai, my Sheree more Koso. a and my partners. Firstly, I'd like to hat tip to Sheree for checking up on me. Oh my God. I feel like I read this. That's what a big sister is for. Thank you for being thoughtful. And my made up funny Indian accent, uh, accent has done so eloquently by Aries. I appreciate you. Uh, Aries and Andy, can you both share your most embarrassing moment you've had with a woman that you've not shared? Have you, have you, have we ever read this? I don't know. I don't remember sharing my most embarrassing moment with a woman. Yeah, no, because if I if I didn't, yeah, I didn't read this because that nigga would have been dead. Do, uh, do you have your most embarrassing moment? Yeah, but it wasn't nothing on my part, but I was embarrassed because I didn't know what to make of it. But let me finish reading. Every day I've been going for walks near this lake about six minutes. I swear I've read this. About six minute drive for me. It's a long trail overlooking the lake. What entains me and gets me through this long-ass walk is listening to y'all. Oh, and I just realized I said lake as I'm usually in the tub. Insert, synchronize, Aries and Andy, tub noise, blah, 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 blah. So I'm moving on up to the east ride. Can't remember the rest of the words of that song after that. Anyways, on this particular day as I was walking, I overheard this couple talking about podcasts So my Indian
1: Oh, ass. you did read this. I did read this, right? Because you ran. out. Of, this is where he runs up to him and tells him all about the podcast.
0: No, 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 no. That was you getting that confused with. I I'd say something, and they. My fear is they scream help. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, different, yeah. different. So this is a new new one. Yeah, this is different. Can't remember the rest. uh so my biggest Dennis Robin smirk said, "What's up, lollipop?" I approached them and gingerly brought up y'all podcast. And this time, look, he writes, no more fear of help. They told me about some documentary podcast, which I don't recall, but I was too zoned in on delivering the Spears and Steinberg freshly baked from the Sal's pizzeria oven. This is my motherfucking establishment. Who the fuck? Wait a minute. My bad. Almost got off on a tangent. tangent, Back to telling the couple they need to listen to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. I showed them the episode they need to listen, starting from ep one till now. Make sure they can catch all the jokes, inside jokes, characters, etc. They did say they would subscribe and check it out. Then suddenly, homie tried to put his paws on me when I reached for my pocket. I said, whoa, what the fuck you doing? Ha ha ha. Nah, this part didn't actually happen. Thought it would catch somebody's attention like, oh shit, they try to attack our Indian boy, Kosh. That's all I got love and peace partners
1: I think Cole should take a creative writing class I, here I, here I see potential like in these stories that he wants to write I think yeah but they be
0: I, all over the place sometimes I think he, uh, yeah
1: yeah short story expert he needs to yeah maybe we can uh, make maybe we can make him little cards that he could just hand to people and leave so he doesn't have to get into problems you could be right here is a car. This is a really good podcast.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh I did want to address something that he said, but fuck fuck me. Oh, yeah, uh, what did do you want to tell your most
1: embarrassing experience?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh I performed at the improv in San Jose and this white chick who I went back to her crib afterwards. And we were chilling. We got close to fucking. And all of a sudden, this bitch, I thought she passed out from drinking too much. Uh, So I left it alone. About 10 seconds later, this bitch started having seizures and started shaking. And I am scared to death uh, because I'm like, black man, white woman, shaking. This don't look good. Uh, (laughs) This bitch would, I kept trying to wake her up. She wouldn't revive I didn't know what to do so I got dressed and bounced uh and just walked walked uh to the to the nearest uh stop called a cab and got went back to my room. So that was weird.
1: <laughs> Mine's is gross. Oh boy.
0: Here we go. So I uh- I don't know. This. I, Listen, I had a girl one time. Matter of fact, I think I might have said this. What's our girl from the comedy store? Used to be a waitress. It's a comedian now. Oh, uh, Eleanor Kerrigan. Eleanor C- Ker- Kerrigan? Kerrigan? Yep. Kerrigan. When she was still a waitress, she had a friend come to comedy store, saw me perform, which was loving me. Uh, afterwards, we went back to her crib. She was drunk. She was sucking my dick and threw up all over my dick. <laughs> well i'm trying Does your think- gross top that gross yeah uh oh, no I, I, I just
1: don't know if this this isn't as embarrassing as it is gross um okay so i'm fucking this girl
0: mm, i like the fact that you took a beat and went
1: okay yeah i'm behind her i'm just trying to remember how it was working she's on all fours i'm behind her i'm fucking her and she starts yelling for me to slap her ass so I'm slapping her ass and then she says harder and then she said harder and then she said harder and I was like, fuck this shit and I just hit it as hard as I fucking could. <laughs> and with your, with open hand? Open hand. Slapped her in the ass and she let out this like fucking sound. She was very happy. Things were very happy but it something was wrong at that moment. I felt something wrong. <laughs> oh no. Wrong. <laughs> she uh, she shot a a little nugget out of her ass. <laughs> no, dog. No.
0: Yeah. No, a Cocoa Puff? Yeah. Oh. What did you do?
1: I uh, went, I turned into a bitch and I went, ah! <laughs> Got up and no. went, to, took a shower. What? That's what I did. I didn't finish. I didn't do anything. I, I, you didn't I, finish? No, I didn't want to get shit on. You Pussy. She came in the shower and fucking finished me off. I don't believe that part. No, she did. Did she really? She felt. Did bad. you tell her
0: what happened? She
1: knew. She knew. Oh, she felt it. She knew something was wrong. And then I went ah. And then I said, "You, you, uh, you shit on me." And then, <laughs> oof. It wasn't. It wasn't big. It was noticeable, and I didn't. Oof. Thank God it was solid, though.
0: It was, uh... And that's how I don't get pussy. <laughs> that's how I got up and left. Ugh. Sorry to apologize to all the females. Uh, you know, ladies, would you please participate? Because I know y'all got some wild stories. Please send me some emails about awkward sexual moments that y'all have encountered. Whether it's shit, stupid shit that men have done, Something that you did. Let us hear the other side. Yeah. Mm. That's it, man. Whew, way to end on that note. Yeah, thank Coles for that one. <laughs> man, nigga, go back into the tub. Um, all right. This is from Isaac. Uh, I know he's African. as I can't pronounce his name. Uh, Owen Yugubusi. Damn, What comes up with this shit? Uh, changing songs. All right. This is uh, it, it, it's, uh, Instagram at Dozen, D-O-Z-E-N underscore one S. Um, song is called Tired Lately. I think it's called Tired Lately. Uh, that's it for me, man. That's
1: all I got find us on spearsburg pod on on Instagram on
0: everything spearsburg pod instagram patreon youtube uh, twitter uh there we go that's it all right Jib it so wet, quiet on set Blue, blue, sound like that It's a fact, they can't stand me I turn my back and they get to the stab me Man, man, they had the plan Damn, yeah, it even be family I know I'm dramatic, it's showing my fashions All of my passions, why I'm mad That it. shit that busts them up like Rico. They gon' copy it like Kiko's Ain't no easy way, no Chico.
1: Down that road is like a freak Chico's.
0: show Man, man, I made it from scratch Break it down and it's gon' scratch Bar to bar like some gymnastics Call me cool. be Mr. Fantastic
1: i <laughs> Still making
0: music, going crazy, sounding funky wavy I won't stop until I make it to the radio waves System blasting and all oh, drown out all the simple and weak yeah.